you know, you could have your blinders up and you can only think because Amazon is so big in North America that it's like that in other countries. And you're right. These other larger marketplaces, uh, they're there to take advantage of, but you have to know how to do that. Hey everyone, it's Norm Ferrar, AKA The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Today, first time we're talking about this topic and talking about if it's worthwhile to expand your online business to Brazil. We're gonna be discussing what the whole situation it looks like in Brazil, why do sellers fail when they attempt to uh, start selling in Brazil, and how can Amazon sellers start selling their products on Amazon Brazil? Welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. All right, like I was mentioning, we're gonna be talking about Brazil and how to expand your online business to Brazil. Our guest is a marketing manager of Knock Knock, an all-in-one solution for Amazon sellers to start selling online in 15 different Latin American marketplaces, including Amazon Brazil, Amazon Mexico, and many others. She helps sellers expand their businesses, increase sales, and achieve success in the Latin American market. You can find her products published in their mega stores from 15 different marketplaces and reaching over 485 million consumers in Latin America. Please welcome Cecilia. I'm not even going to attempt her last name. We've already discussed this before the podcast. She's going to be coming on and telling everybody her last name because I can't pronounce it. Anyways, let's have a quick word from the sponsor and find out Cecilia's last name. I want to thank Jeff Schick Legal for sponsoring this episode of Lunch with Norm. You've probably heard on the podcast about Amazon suspensions. They're very real. It can happen at any time. And when it does happen, how do you get out of it? How does the little guy like you and me get out of these suspensions without paying an arm and a leg in legal fees? This is where Jeff Schick Legal is here to help. For a very low monthly retainer, for only $89, Get access to Amazon attorney Jeff Schick. That's right. You can sit back, relax, enjoy that cup of coffee while listening to the Lunch with Norm podcast, knowing that you have an advocate and a partner in your business success. But wait, just mention Lunch with Norm and receive 50% off the first two months. Get the protection you need and visit jeffschick.com today. That's J-E-F-F. S-C-H-I-C-K dot com. Now let's get back to the show and let's welcome Cecilia. Hey there. How are you, Norm? I'm doing Hi, great. Now, the mystery. Like I yes. usually notice it's Cecilia M. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't, so I wasn't taking a chance <laughs> on this name. It's really hard. It's really hard, I know. But my surname is Mejidichan. It's hard to pronounce. So Cecilia M is just fine. <laughs> So Smith in English. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? This is such a great topic. And I hope everybody takes advantage of the topic today because selling in Latin America is huge. Selling in Brazil is difficult. And um, I've heard all sorts of stories about Brazil. It's a huge marketplace and people are wondering how do they take advantage of it? But I want to go back just a little bit and talk about the marketplace itself. How big is the Brazil marketplace? Some people don't realize how big this is. Well, yes, it's really, really big. I mean, when you compare it to other Latin American countries and also to other uh, countries in the world, it's definitely, it stands out. Um, Brazil has, first of all, Brazil has over 212 million habitants and an internet penetration of 74%. And the e-commerce market in Brazil is uh, valued at, uh, I think it was, uh, 54 billion USD, uh, which is uh, over a third of the total uh, e-commerce market share in Latin America. So it's really, really big. And it's a huge opportunity and one of the most attractive destinations for sellers who are looking to expand their business in new markets. You know, one of the things we've talked about um, is your your listings, even uh, like your Amazon listings on .com, uh, people will put it in Spanish, but they forget about Portuguese. Yes, that's Portuguese right. is, is huge. And um, I, I think if you are looking at, you know, creating the, uh, the last bullet or putting it in your meta tag, you've got, um, you've got Spanish. And you've got Portuguese that I would definitely consider. I don't know if, if a lot of people are doing that, but Portuguese is the language of Brazil, not Spanish. Yeah, that's true. It's Portuguese. And I will uh, give you an interesting uh, fact about Brazil. Only 1% of Brazil population speak uh, English fluently. So sometimes most sellers copy and paste their titles, their product titles, and they forgot that most Brazilians don't understand English. So that's another point to discuss. And it's really worse. It's it's really important to put the titles and descriptions in Portuguese. Well, that, that's a rabbit hole that uh, really didn't even consider talking about today, but translation. So don't go over to Google Translate and just copy uh, Portuguese because you'll probably come out with some real weird combination of 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 uh portuguese is that correct is that correct right. no no that's completely correct that's the importance of having like a local team a local uh team that uh is uh, is in charge of, of uh, listing the products and also providing like customer support to to consumers replying questions and everything Let's talk about the the situation in Brazil. What what is it like on the from the e-commerce side? Right. So, I wanted to discuss about two things about uh, the e-commerce in Brazil. The first one is uh, marketplaces. So, unlike other regions, uh, unlike the U.S. or even Canada, uh, marketplaces in Latin America are highly uh, fragmented. The, the, there are a lot of marketplaces competing on a level playing field. And just to give you an example, uh, the eight uh, biggest marketplaces represent a half percent of total e-commerce uh, sales. And the other uh, 50% is uh, composed with hundreds of marketplaces. So it's really divided. Um, 
that's one of the biggest difference between the US, for example, and, and, and Brazil or Latin America, that there are a lot of marketplaces and all of them are really big and important. Um, and yeah, and the other the thing I wanted to, to, to discuss is, well, it's, it's also related. It's about um, the, the popularity of Amazon Brazil there in, 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 in Latin America. Uh, Amazon Brazil is one of the top three marketplaces it's just below Mercado Libre, which is the, the biggest marketplace in the region. And it has uh, become really popular lately. Uh, users are increasing year to year and it attracts over 92%, uh, sorry, 92 million uh, visitors uh, per month. So that's a, a huge opportunity for Amazon sellers who want to, to expand their, their Amazon business to other countries. So yeah, sometimes, uh, you know, you could have your blinders up and you can only think because Amazon is so big in North America that it's like that in other countries. And you're right. These other larger marketplaces, uh, they're there to take advantage of, but you have to know how to do that. Where uh, an agency, and I'm not promoting your agency. I have nothing to do with your agency, but I'm just saying an agency in the marketplace um, would be a... a probably worthwhile because you know the local culture, you know the larger marketplaces. And like you said, there's all these other marketplaces that um, somebody could take advantage of. So in, in in North America, it's a completely different situation. You have to be aware, we're, we talk about omni-channel, but it is so different when we go down into Latin America and especially into Brazil. Yes, um, well, another key point to consider is not just the domestic Sale, the domestic cross, uh, sorry domestic uh, e-commerce sales in Brazil or in Latin America, but also the increasing uh, cross-border e-commerce sales of Brazil. Um, Latin America uh, last year the cross-border sales increasing 44%, and Brazil was a little below that. That uh, was 39%. But cross-border sales are uh, increases really fast, and more people are uh, aware of this trend and are buying stuff overseas. Um, some years ago, they were like uh, scary of, of, of buying cross-border because they thought that maybe they will get scammed or the products will never arrive. But now people are aware of this and are buying products that they can't find in Brazil, are buying products cheaper or from different suppliers. So this trend is uh, here to, 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 to keep growing and sales are increasing a lot. So the, the opportunity for cross-border sellers who want to try this is immense. So, uh, and I just want to say this to the listeners, if you do have questions about this, this is an opportunity to talk to Cecilia uh, about uh, getting on to Brazil. It's something that I'm not on, I'm not in Brazil. Um, I don't have those answers. Um, I want Cecilia to become part of the uh, Facebook group so she can answer these questions. But Brazil, for me, has always been something I've heard. It was a very tough market. So if you have questions about getting listed in Latin America, please throw them our way so we can get them answered. Um, all right. So now let's move on. You were talking about the top platforms. Can we just go through... Um, a list of the platforms that people should be looking at in Brazil? 
Yes, sure. Um, so the top platforms are, for example, Mercado Libre, Americanas, Casas Bahia, Extra, um, Mag Magazine Luisa. There are a lot, a lot more, but those uh, attract the, the highest portion of users. Um, I, maybe uh, after the, the, the podcast, I can give you a, a complete list uh, sure. for people that are interested to know because the, the list is really huge. But I, well, I, I just mentioned the, some of, of the biggest ones. Um, Mercado Libre remains the first in the first place. Um, it's a really huge marketplace, not only in Brazil, but also in, in all Latin America. It's in 18 countries and it attracts like to uh, 270 billion users, million users um, every month. So it's really huge. And that's another really interesting opportunity for Amazon sellers or, or sellers who want to try different markets, not only Amazon. I think Mercado Libre is a great choice. All right. And uh, yes, if you could just give us that, uh, that breakdown. Now, what was the stat again for the top uh, marketplaces compared to everything else. Sorry, can you? Say you you said at the beginning there was a stat from the top marketplaces compared to all the rest of the, uh, I forget how many you said, um, but all the uh, micro uh, marketplaces. Yes, like the, 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 the eight biggest marketplaces uh, represent 50% uh, of total uh, marketplace sales, and the other 50% is composed with. A hundred marketplaces. They are really small, but they represent. All, they have also a small portion of sales. So, in this way, uh, what this means is that sellers can diversify their sales even more. Their sales channels even more. There are uh, lots of of different platforms to to try, and all platforms have their own like traffic, their own uh, users. So. In that sense, it's a great way to diversify your sales, increase your traffic, um, explore new platforms. And also about coming back to, to why the, the, the opportunity to, to start selling cross-border. Uh, when you sell cross-border, for example, uh, if US, Canadian sellers want to try Latin America, uh, they can sell products that I, I don't know that they are on sale, for example, in US, but they want to try it on, on Brazil or products from different seasons, uh, also like le leftover products. Like they, they can try products that maybe don't sell well in, in the US, can't sell well in, in Latin America. So that's like another interesting point to, to, to mention. Yeah, one of the things uh, I was talking to Afalabi about, who's my uh, partner over at Honu, is that. Um, We've been uh, hearing about, let's say you have a slow moving product um, in Latin America and no country in particular, but your slow moving products can really move quite quickly in that marketplace, which I, I, I found really interesting. So I don't really think about, okay, so I've got 80% coming out of these SKUs. Uh, maybe my blue and my green widget aren't moving at all. Why not try selling them in Latin America and start moving the product? And it's really different if you don't know these different marketplaces. And I'll give you another example. So um, I sell soap. 
And I know just from uh, living in Hawaii that uh, the Japanese community loves Hawaii. Uh, they love and they will buy anything Hawaiian. So some of my soap is Hawaiian soap in the Japanese marketplace. And instead of $10 a bar, they can sell for $20 to $30 a bar just because it's Hawaiian. So same thing with Latin America. If, if you know the marketplace and you know what will move, then you can take some of your inventory and either perceive value, mark it up, or slow movers, uh, just try to resell. So just another advantage of it. One of the, yeah. um, the other topics I wanna hit on today, especially is the issues trying to get set up in Brazil. Yeah. How come it's so hard? Yeah, so as you said, it's a big pain for sellers to expand alone to Brazil. It's really difficult. It has a lot of different challenges. It will, I think it will never be easy because it's Brazil, even if it's one of the most attractive e-commerce markets in the world, it's also one of the most dangerous, one of the most risky uh, regions to start like a, a business alone. And therefore, many sellers fail when they try to expand to Brazil. Uh, I I try to 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 think like the what are the like the, the biggest pains, the biggest challenge for sellers, and I came up with a, a little list that I want to to discuss with you. Sure. Um, so the first uh, pain, the first challenge that many sellers have to face is last mile delivery issues. So first of all, in Brazil, uh, deliveries last longer and are riskier than compared with US or Europe. Um, here we don't have, or, or, or I mean, we have DHL or FedEx, but if you use uh, those carriers to deliver your products, it will be really expensive and no one will buy them. So the solution is to buy like smaller um, logistic providers, but most of them uh, don't use route optimization, uh, some, some really cheap providers like tracking, and that means that they are uh, really less efficient. Um, on the other hand, also uh, one of the most intimidating aspects of selling in Brazil is security. Even in, in the most secure areas, uh, sellers sometimes uh, have the risk of having their product stolen. So, those so can I stop you there for a second? Yeah. I'm, I'm just wondering, and I'd be shocked if this was the case. In Canada, anyways, Amazon uh, drivers, I, I don't even get a knock on the door. They just drop their packages and run. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't, that doesn't happen in Brazil, right? No, no, no. In Brazil or in Latin America, if you deliver <laughs> something, yeah. even if it's like, I don't know, uh, like next to the door, but there is like, I don't know, another smaller door like preventing, products will be stolen. Like people here stole uh, a lot. It's, it's really uh, difficult to deliver the products. I mean, to make sure that the products are delivered, okay, you need to give it to, to on the hands of the person. So it's still one-to-one sure -one yes. delivery. Yes, yeah. yes, one-on-one. And, Logistic providers need your signature, like it's like mandatory because they can't. Because if if something happens to the product, uh, 
in most cases, the, the seller had to pay for that loss. Um, it's really risky. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know why Amazon has been doing, and I'm not sure if it's all throughout the States, um, but I know in my little town, they'll just put the, you know, put it on the patio and, and go on their way. Now, some other delivery companies will knock on the door and, you know, hand you the package. But I think this is crazy what Amazon's doing. Um, I know it, it might look better on the bottom line just because they, you know, get those extra few seconds. But it, it really sucks having to not know that you've got packages at your door. And we order a lot from Amazon. So uh, anyway, that's a yeah. whole other topic. Okay, yeah, so I've interrupted good. you on your second point. What is the next point? Yeah, the next point is uh, another really big and problematic point that is dealing with customs. Because customs here in Brazil or in any other Latin American country are always changing and also the, mo the movement of products is heavily regulated. So I will give you an example. Um, the average import in Brazil takes 16 days, whereas in other, uh, well, the, the, the average um, the import the day worldwide is uh, 7.5 days. So it's 10 days uh, longer than the average which is crazy. I mean, and some sellers uh, need to deliver the products to receive the money. So some, some, sometimes sellers have to wait like a month <laughs> until they get paid because of this, because deliveries are, take a lot of time. Um, well, another point also in, in terms of, 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 of this, is that uh, usually custom authorities may not allow your products to enter the country if the price or weight uh, is um, above a certain time threshold. So for example, in Brazil, if products weigh more than uh, 30 kilos, you can't import that. And, or if they cost uh, more than uh, 50 USD, you must pay a, a tax rate. So most of the time, uh, people don't want to purchase things that are uh, above <laughs> $50. USD because they will have to pay like a 60% tax rate, which is really high compared to the price of the product. Right. Um, and there's also, <clears throat> excuse me, there's also um, a big problem with setting up a business. Yeah. Yes. Sorry um, about that. I had a frog in my throat. Yeah. So setting <laughs> no. up a business is, is a major issue um, in Brazil, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, in most cases, uh, sellers who want to start selling in, in different marketplaces need to open a legal entity, which takes time. It needs like a legal uh, representative there and it's not like immediate. So that's another key point. Like if you want to open a business, uh, sometimes it will take time and even uh, different marketplaces will require like different information so it's not like you can okay I, I open a legal entity and i will work with this entity in, in the different marketplaces so yeah that's another point and i have another pain also that is uh -huh. uh, really um one of the biggest reasons why uh, sellers lose money when they start selling cross-border that is cancellations and returns because a uh, customer uh, consumer protection laws in Brazil are really, really strong. 
So when a consumer wants to uh, return their product, they will uh, they they can do it. it this, this is regulated. So I think it is um, seven days. I'm not completely sure, but I think it was they have like up to seven or ten days to decide if they want the product or not. So if they they receive it, and after seven days they don't want it anymore, they can return it for free. And if the seller is like in the US or in Canada or in another country, the logistic to return that product back is really complicated. So most of, most of the time the products remain uh, there in customs. Um, it's like a lot because the, the, the seller has, need, need, will pay for that and they won't get any money back. Um, yeah, that's another big problem. Like the logistic needed to return the, the products and if they if a seller can sell or want to return the, the product. All right. Uh, okay, we're hitting the bottom of the hour. Uh, love to hear from any of the listeners if they have any questions. One sec, I'm going to cough again. And I haven't been smoking any cigars. I don't know mm -hmm. why this is happening. Anyway, what are your questions? Have you tried to get into Brazil? Have you tried to get into Latin America? What's stopping you as a seller to get in uh, or to cross the border from .com into any of the marketplaces south of the border? I'd like to hear from you. Um, I know I'm not. And um, I just have to take that next step. But I'd love to hear from the listeners. What is holding you back? Now, let's talk about the giveaway today. We've got a, a couple of really cool things. And one is from our listeners, uh, from our listener, Tony Sagar. But um, first of all, Cecilia, why don't you tell everybody about what you're looking to provide everyone who's listening? Okay. Yes, sure. So for the first two months, we are offering a 5% chairback. Uh, on all sales made through knock knock. Uh, simply, you need to mention that you heard about what we know podcast. And if we open an account for you, you will have this benefit immediately. That's awesome. So uh, it is 5% off of the, or 5% uh, back uh, for the first two months. And that's if you're getting set up uh, with knock knock. Now, uh, just to understand, because we really haven't talked about anything about Knock Knock, mm -hmm. except that uh, they represent companies in Latin America. So we'll get into that in the second half. Uh, but it just takes the pain points out of the the whole setup. Um, the second part is Tony. So for one individual in um, who's listening, uh, Tony's got these new pillows that we were talking about on the podcast yesterday, these wool pillows that are fantastic. They're, they're, they're quality products. They're, these are not cheap pillows. And uh, he's willing to give two of them away to a lucky winner today. So I think that's awesome. Thank you so much, Tony. And um, uh, if you want to get in, uh, if you want to get any of these, just hashtag, Wheel of Kelsey will be entered in to get the free pillows as well. Uh, tag two people and you'll get a second entry. And for the knock knock giveaway, you just have to go to knock knock. And I want to state that I do not have an affiliate link. I have nothing to do with knock knock. Uh, that 5% is strictly coming back. Uh, I am not making a penny off of that. All right. So with that being said, let's go to a commercial. 
Launching products isn't like it used to be. To successfully launch your product, you need to hit that algorithm from all sides. Driving external sales, boosting social signals, and increasing product listing engagement are fundamental to success. Rebate is the first and only launch platform that delivers across this broad range. Get your product featured on Amazon.live through Rebate's Influencer Program. With this service, your product gets instant exposure to large audiences of shoppers and permanent placement on Amazon Influencer Storefront, which drives perpetual sales. Run a sweepstakes campaign on Rebate and connect with shoppers off Amazon. And lastly, drive external sales with tried and true deals campaigns. Visit Rebate.com today and get started with your 14-day free trial. Okay, and we're back. Okay, so one of the things I, I do want to talk about, there's a difference between doing this yourself and doing this with a company like yours, like Knock Knock. How, um, how does this work? How are these two different? Okay, so yes, I mean, if, if you want to do it alone, you will need a logistic provider that helps you with deliveries. You will need like a marketing partner with to help you with campaigns and to succeed in different marketplaces. You will need uh, a local team to provide cons consumer support, uh, free sales, post sales. You will need uh, to study about <laughs> customs in Brazil, which are changing a lot lately. Um, a lot of more partnerships and different providers because it's really hard to do this like alone. I mean, if you want to start selling cross-border like a local, it's better to, to, to have a partner with one company like Longnock that does all of that. So what, what, what is Longnock? I will start with, with that. What is Longnock? Sure. <laughs> so Longnock, we are like an only-one solution for Amazon sellers, but also for any seller uh, that wants to uh, start selling online in Latin America, like a local. And the only thing they had to do is to open an account with us, which is as simply as to sign up to, to enter uh, some information about, for example, your store link, uh, if you already sell cross-border or not, your company name. And once you sign up, a knock knock expert will get in touch with you and will open an account with you. And as soon as your account is open, that all of this can be made in under uh, 48 hours, uh, you have to upload your product catalog to our platform, to our knock knock seller center. And after that, uh, all your products will be will be uh, like automatically published in our 15 different mega stores in 15 different uh, marketplaces. So just to, uh, to, to put you an example, if a seller uh, sign ups to knock knock, uh, opens their account, and I don't know, they all upload uh, a thousand SQAs uh, on knock knock, those will be automatically published in Mercado Libre, Americanas, Amazon Mexico, Amazon Brazil, automatically. And once they get a sale, we will notify them. And all, all they need to do is like to send the order to our warehouses. That uh, We have one warehouse in, in the US. We have another warehouse in China for Chinese sellers. And after they send uh, the order to our warehouse, we will take care of everything else. So 
we will send the, the product to, to, for example, to, to, to Brazil. We will deliver the product. We will uh, do like the uh, consumer support, the pre-consumer support, the post-sales consumer support. We will answer all cons uh, consumer questions. We will be like, um, we, we also provide advice to sellers about if a product will be a, a good fit for the Latin American market or not. We also provide advice about how to set competitive prices here in Latin America, um, about uh, which title to use. I mean, we we also do that if we see like, uh, we do translations in Portuguese, of course. Um, so Nognog is like the, the, the only one solution. And the only thing sellers need to do is to send the product to our warehouse once uh, order is, is I mean, when, when someone buys, when an order is completed. And then we do everything else. And the benefit, the main benefit of, of startling in, in Knock Knock is that we have Is that my internet that just went bonkers? Sorry. Okay. They, oh, they have go. like a, a good um, store reputation. So most people already uh, know us, most Brazilians, consumers already know who we are. They rate us uh, really good in different sites. So that, that, that of course, helps uh, sellers who are unknown in Latin America to gain visibility, to maximize their conversion rates. And I think like it's a really good opportunity for sellers who want to start the, to to diversify their sales channels into new markets, and they are uh, afraid of doing so because all of these uh, complex uh, situations, all the the complexity of Brazil and other Latin American countries. So as soon as they uh, partner with Nangnok, we will uh, take care of everything else and help them succeed in in Brazil and in Latin America. And as I said before, all of this can be done in under 48 hours because as soon as they sign up, our team will review their 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 registration and then we will open the account and they can start selling right away. I'm just going to get this straight because I know a little bit of Brazil and it's 48 hours, you just stated, so to get your party sent get set up, yes. approved and going. I know this, that try setting up a business in Brazil and for a foreign entity that could take six months. It could take a year before you're approved or you might not even be approved. Is that right? Yes, exactly. And um, I think it, 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 it takes up to six months, for example, for your products to appear on the top three pages of, of some marketplaces. Yep. Because due to the, the, the algorithm of marketplaces, they uh, rank higher the products that come from like trusted stores. That's the case of Mercado Libre and also the case of other marketplaces. So in this sense, uh, yeah, if, if you open, if, in the case if, that you open a legal entity and you want to start selling your products in Brazil, no one will know you. No one will know who you are. Right. They won't know your products. You need to... to create that and build, build that reputation, that online reputation that can take years to <laughs> to, to be built. So Nognog helps you. Uh, I mean, we have our own strong reputation, so you will be selling your products through our top-ranked stores, and you will take advantage of that immediately. So I'm, I'm 
very curious. I just want to let the the sellers know. So you can go ahead and, and do this on your own. But uh, when you go to Knock Knock, uh, and I'm not sure about your competition, but what kind of uh, fees would be associated with that? So the there is no like a setup fee. So the seller can start selling uh, without paying a, a subscription or anything. Then uh, if they have like a, a huge volume on sales and such, our sales team will discuss with them like a, a subscription fee. But that depends on the amount of sales. That depends on a lot of different scenarios. So the reason why we say that knock uh, knock is like a risk-free solution is because if the seller tries knock knock and they don't want to 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 spend a, a penny, they don't want to spend nothing on it. They can simply like delete their account. So we offer like a it, it, it's free to set up and to start selling through knock knock. That's completely sure. Okay, but can you give us a, a rough estimate on, uh, let's say, uh, let's say a person has ten product SKUs. Uh, what would that be, or is there an average group uh, product amount of products that people are selling? No, I, I can't. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know because I'm not like a seller, so I don't know really. But you can talk to sales and they will reply to you as soon as possible and they will give you a, an estimate. I mean, the the thing is the seller that wants to start selling through knock knock will, uh, for example, uh, will set a price for the products and he will receive that price. Then knock knock um, gets like a, a little small fee for all the uh, product prices, but the the seller will like say, okay, I want this to be ten dollars, and he will get ten dollars. Then, um, Nagno will get like uh, a, a a little addition about of the price that is published on the on the store, but that won't affect like uh, how much money will the, the seller get. But okay. again, I, I'm not an expert on that area, so maybe it's better that all the interested people in knowing that uh, talks with. I, I just like backing people into the corner. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So if you are interested in this, and this is very intriguing to me as well, because uh, like I didn't know that you could, like you're going to publish and blast this out to all these different storefronts um, and you, it's it's represented and you're up there 48 hours, you get approved. I mean, this sounds really interesting for me. Oh, Thank you, Connie. My wife is back, and now I can get rid of my cold coffee. Thank you. But a whole new look. Look at that. There we go. <laughs> uh, all right. So it is very intriguing because you can take all your products and get them up in all of these stores in, in a very quick period. It's very fast. Um, so if anybody is interested, how do they reach your sales department? Is it just sales at knock knock? Yes, sellers at knockknockstore.com or they can visit our website, which is knockknockstore.com and they will have a link that says, like, let, let's start or sign up. And as soon as they sign up, uh, someone here will uh, be in charge of reviewing your store and providing a feedback because maybe, again, like some stores may be good for the US or Canada, but are not good for Latin America or Brazil. So we are open and we are really honest and say whether if your 
products are a, a fit in Latin America or not. Yeah. And if they are, you yes, it's like really fast. Uh, we will contact you and open an account for you and you can start right away. Okay. So I've, I have another question for you. Say, say I'm going to use my product. So I've got this soap. It's fabulous soap. But anyways, I, I have this soap and I want to send it down there. And I have all these different products SKUs. Now, none of the labeling, none on the box is in Portuguese. How do you handle that? Do I have to repackage everything? Could you repeat again, sorry, because I have like a low connection. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no problem. So I've got product yeah. that I want to send you. And all the packaging is in English. There's no Portuguese. How do I handle that? Like, you would mean, you, like, do I need packaging? to repackage it? Like, let's say I have this bar of soap. Okay. Yeah. Let's say I have this shower okay. cap, which I use every day. So this shower cap, and this is all in English. Yeah. To sell it in Brazil, do I have to repackage this and put it all in Portuguese? No, not really. I mean, we, we sell the, 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 the same product that you have. We don't like, it's not necessary to do a repackage because, uh, for example, when you list that product in Mercado Libre, in Amazon, we, in the description, will we'll translate it to Portuguese. So oh, in that sense, good. The, the consumer will know all the facts and will read the description of the product. And also if they have a, like a question about, about it because they don't understand the packaging or, or whatever, they will reach to us and we will reply. So in that sense, it's not, it's not necessary to repackage anything. Okay, I mean, and what yeah. about compliance? So I know for a fact that I have to, there's certain compliance in Europe for soap compared to Canada. Canada is whacked. Um, but uh, the US, I can label it a certain way, put the ingredients a certain way. In Canada, I have to do it differently. Um, so there's different compliances. If I send the soap down to you, um, are you going to check the compliance to see that everything fits um, fit so I can start selling the soap? No, no, yes. We, we uh, do that. We do that. I mean, we take into account all the customs regulations. Uh, if something is not compliant, we will tell you uh, because we want to make sure that the bros won't be like retained in customs. So, of course, we... we, we provide advice on that. We review all the SKUs to make sure that they can be sold, that they comply with the market. For example, there are some products that can be imported to Brazil, such as Sherwood And In other countries, like for example, Mexico, you can't import certain dolls. They are forbidden. So yeah. we know all of these. We have a list of like forbidden items and, and such. And if there is something that needs like a certain standard, we will let you know um, because yeah, we want to make sure that products can be imported right. here. Well, that sounds that sounds great. Uh, all right, so Kelsey, I think there's a few questions here. Can we get to them? Yeah, we have a couple from Chuck. Uh, and if anyone else has any other questions, just let us know. Uh, and I also want to remind everyone we are giving away two uh, Australian wool-filled pillows. Uh, it's U.S. Uh, Canada only. Um, so just let us know. Uh, uh, write hashtag Wheel of Kelsey to enter. And um, for available for everyone, Knock Knock is offering uh, for the first two months uh, a 5% charge back on all sales made through Knock Knock. Um, so let's get into some questions from Chuck. 
Uh, I have a seasonal product. Does Brazil have opposite seasons than the U.S. as far as climate? Yes. Not only we have like opposite seasons. Here is summer now. <laughs> it's really hot outside. But also we have certain festivities that are not common in the U.S. For example, uh, uh, Child's Day or Father's Day, Mother's Day is different uh, here from from the U.S. I recently wrote an article, uh, I, I think it's not published yet, but it's about a marketing calendar for, for sellers uh, in Latin America. So sellers know like all the different festivity dates because yeah, there are, there are lots of different days. For example, in Mexico, you have El Buen Fin, which is similar to Black Friday. Uh, in Brazil, uh, you have like El, El Dia de los Enamorados, like it's like San Manetín, but you have like a huge opportunity to, to like, make a huge volume of sales all through, year, through all the year because there are like uh, high peaks in different countries. So if you, for example, uh, partner with Nang Nang, we make sure that all those special days uh, we participate in, in the marketplaces. So we want to make sure like that the products will uh, get high sales. And for example, to give you another example, in Christmas, uh, a very popular product here were like beach toys and sport toys because people here is like celebrating christmas outside on the beach it's summer so yeah uh, we we have like a, a huge volume of, of sales in those categories so it's a great way to also to that to to to, to take advantage of of the differences between a country and another and like to have a, a huge volume of sales what are what are some of the other countries that you're uh, selling into? Right now, Nognog is in Brazil, Mexico, Colombia, Chile, and Argentina, and we are uh, planning to expand to more countries. Um, but yeah, those are uh, the five countries we're in right now. Very good. All right, Kels, next one. Okay, uh, next one. Some of these questions may have been answered throughout mm -hmm. the interview already, but I'll just reread them uh, from Chuck again. Uh, does Amazon provide FBA in Brazil or do you need to use a 3PL in Brazil and use your own carrier? Okay, so in the case of Nong Nong, if if you partner with us, you will only I mean you will only need to send the products to our warehouse in Miami or and then we will uh, deliver them and you won't need a 3PL or or yes. Like so the, the product simple. goes to Miami and you take care of it from there. Yeah. Okay. But uh, just a sec. Uh, but if you're doing it on your own uh, and you get into the Brazilian marketplace, they do have FBA, correct? Yes. Yes. I think yeah. so. I, I'm not entirely sure about it, but I, I think I, I have read that, yeah, it does have an FBA. But okay. just to make sure, uh, I will double check that later and give you a proper response on that. Okay. All right. Uh, from Claudia, uh, how big is the Brazilian market for Amazon? Uh, well, uh, I think it was in 2021, for example, uh, sales in in Amazon Brazil retail a billion USD dollars, and like monthly visitors are around 92 million monthly visitors so it's really huge it's it's the it's on the top three marketplaces in in brazil and one of the top five in, in latin america so it's really really uh, and also the popularity is growing like year to year 
it's getting more and more sales because people are people see that that marketplace succeed in in the us and they get, are really familiar with it so they start buying through amazon brazil but if you're selling on amazon brazil the big marketplace what was it called again mercado libre and how how many sales is that no yeah mercado libre sales are are bigger i think it, mercado libre sales are around 7 or 8 billion usd uh and visitors are around uh 2070 million monthly visitors per month but if if you partner through Nagnog, you can start selling uh, in mercado libre because we we try to diversify the the products in in the different marketplaces there are some sellers that that to tell us please just um publish our products in only mercado libre but we recommend them to publish them in the 15 different marketplaces because for them it will be the same. They only have to worry about uh, the, the the first delivery that is the delivery to our warehouse, and then we take care of everything That's else. That's the so, beauty of it, yeah. Yeah. So, and Claudia just mentioned, can you spell that, please? Claudia, we're going to get a list, and we'll be publishing it for you um, after uh, Cecilia gets off the podcast today. All right, Kels. Okay, and we have one last question. I think we kind of answered this talking about Miami, but is there someone you would refer to handle the taxes and importing to Brazil? Uh, sorry, so if here is someone can, that can like provide advice on taxes, and I didn't, I think I didn't get the question. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess um, if they're not using your service. Uh, is there anybody that can help with the uh, customs and duties and importing into Brazil? Oh, okay. So, yes, I think there are other companies that only help with that. I'm not sure. And um, the other thing that they could do is like to 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 read the government uh, website because they they have like a website about forbidden items and and taxes. But I, I'm not sure if there is like a specific company just to help them but we, we can i mean uh with, without any uh compromise we can uh if you if you send us an email for example last day i received an email about a seller who wanted to import cell phones and i told him like it's not recommended because cell phones are expensive and they will need to pay like a, a huge tax so you can like send us an email and and simply ask us Okay, I, I I want to sell sell this in Brazil. This is recommendable. This, and we will reply. And there's no chair for that. Very good. And yeah, I mean, if you are a knock knock um, a subscriber or client, uh, they'll take care of that for you. Yeah. Okay, so I think that brings us to the end. If you're interested in our prize today, which from Tony Cigar, and I hope he's on the podcast today. Usually, uh, I see him in the podcast, but. Um, uh, he's offering two wool Australian wool uh, pillows. I know they're awesome. I have one. Claudia just said that she won them. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it was on our podcast or if it was on the, no, I guess it would have been through the podcast, but she loved them. They are incredible. We, when you talk about perceived value, whoever wins this, let me know what you think. Tony does a great job with perceived value, the packaging, the branding, the quality. Anyways, these are 
two pillows that, that somebody's going to, uh, some winner's going to get. They're not cheap. You can check it out on his website, on Amazon, uh, down under, and they're, they're very good quality. So somebody's going to get two of these. And anybody who's interested in Knock Knock, uh, check it out because Knock Knock's giving two months, 5% uh, back um, refund uh, back to uh, anybody, anybody who's listening right now. And based on what I've heard today, and I, I don't have an affiliation, I don't get a discount, I don't get anything like that. Mm -hmm. I would love to, to get more information and uh, start selling some of my products into the Brazilian market. <clears throat> First of all, I had no idea that 48 hours get approved and I get into all these marketplaces like, and you're handling it all. And I don't have to change my packaging. That's all. I was not expecting that when we were, we started our call today. So anyways, that's very cool. Uh, so all you have to do, I think Kelsey's put it up, uh, where to get a hold of knock, knock, um, and where to get a hold of Cecilia. Uh, and I won't say your last name. What was your last name again? <laughs> Oh, there you go. Smith in English. Okay. So anyways, uh, let's go to a, a sponsor and then go right over to the wheel. A big thank you to our sponsor, Post Purchase Pro, the only complete A to Z done for you real email and text marketing service built specifically for Amazon sellers. Post Purchase Pro creates all of your digital assets 100% for you from marketing inserts, complete sales funnels, email follow-up sequences, and weekly email promotions. They manage and optimize everything for you to drive more sales, get higher ranking, and receive more reviews on Amazon. So check out Post Purchase Pro now to see if you too will see enormous growth like their nearly 500 clients worldwide. That's Post Purchase Pro at postpurchasepro.com slash lunch. All right. I just saw a message from Christine and uh, yeah, it, it is a, to me, it seems like a really great opportunity as well. All right. So let's go over to the wheel of Kelsey. You've never seen the wheel of Kelsey, but you'll get to experience it today. All right, here we go. It's time for the wheel of Kelsey. Okay. All right. Thank you, everyone who entered today's Wheel of Kelsey. Uh, we do this every single podcast, and uh, we'll shuffle these up and see who today's winner is. This is if you are, I, think, I believe to, it's a roughly a two hundred and fifty dollar uh, value today, too. Oh, yeah, look at so, that! So we have Christine who snuck in at the end. Congratulations! You're lucky. You and Rich then, are gonna love these pillows, Christine. All right, and then we'll do it one more time. For the second pillow? Oh, I thought they were the both. Or for the both? Okay. Yeah, I might have misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. Slap you in the head. Okay. All right. There we go. Well, congratulations, Rick and Christine. I uh, hope you guys enjoy your pillows. All right. Very good. So, Cecilia, thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast today. Uh, you opened my eyes to... I, I understand a little bit about the Latin American market, but you've opened my eyes to Brazil and the power of uh, really reaching the audience out there in a fairly simple manner. So 
listeners, if you are, uh, take advantage of Christi uh, Christine's. I'm thinking Christine and Rich. <laughs> okay, of Cecilia's offer of the five percent for the. Uh, the refund on the last two months. And again, I'm not, don't have an affiliate or anything completely transparent with you. And um, I check it out. I'm going to be checking it out as well. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. It was a real pleasure having you here. Thank you very much to you for the opportunity. And it was really fun. And I was really excited to be here. Talk to you. And also I'm happy to, to talk about a, a topic that is not really common to like, East Latin America and Brazilian markets. So thank you very much for that. You're very welcome. So really appreciate it. And uh, I'm sure I'm like everybody else. I learned something today that uh, there were certain things I was expecting, but you dropped some really great gold, like some nuggets on me. I don't like the word nugget, but anyways, I learned a lot here. So thanks again. And I hope everybody learned something. Uh, if you haven't, rewatch the episode because uh, you're bound to learn something about this marketplace and the ability to get into that marketplace really quickly and probably get some pretty good sales. So check it out. Knock, knock. Uh, I'm going to be checking them out as well. Um, want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcasts, click over here.